Welcome, everybody, in the Movie Guys Verse. This is Jordan here, part of Movie Guys Podcast. We wanted to say thank you so much for downloading this most recent episode. If you don't know what Movie Guys Podcast is, we are a new movie review show that is updated weekly. You can check us out at movieguyspodcast.com and also movieguyspodcast.podbean.com. Sit back and enjoy the show. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another awesome episode of Movie Guys Podcast. I'm joined here with Eric. How are you doing tonight, buddy? I am. It's the middle of cold season. Actually, I'm not doing too well. Yeah, I know, right? It sucks. I've been drinking whiskey, honey, and lemon, and my cold has been gone after two days. As much as I would love to do that old Polish remedy, I have actually been switching to the Alka-Seltzer, the severe – this is a shameless plug. Hopefully they can get us as a sponsor. They never will. But I'm just saying that that is like my new jam right now. I am – you know, I'm already very nasally from Michigan, right? So, you know. Yeah, right? It's but a shock. <laughs> but the Alka-Seltzer helps, and, and damn it all if it doesn't put a little pep in my step. But uh, you know what? Add a little whiskey to that, and you got yourself a day. Yeah, I mean, I would rather get sick now in November than getting sick in January. I mean, I'd just rather get it just done and over with now. So that's kind of how my mind operates. Just you know, get it over with. It's not too bad, though. When you get sick, you can catch up on a lot of movies and TV. Right? And this is the perfect time for it because it's Oscar season damn near. And tonight we're talking about two movies. I have one that I've brought to the ring. Uh, oh, I get that. Uh, and uh, I, uh, well, during my travels, I brought one along with me, too. So tonight we're talking about Creed 2. And Eric, you're talking about? I'm talking about The Green Book. The Green Book. Both movies may possibly be Oscar bait here. Both movies probably will get on the ballot somewhere in the Oscars. Probably more than you, probably your movie more than mine. You know what? But we could talk about it because. I feel like um, these Creed has obviously the is under the the Rocky franchise, and that, as we know, it has is no stranger to the Academy Awards. Sure. So, uh, uh, and things like you know, it's been there before, and, and you have a well acted cast that's along with that too. But I do feel that the Green Book, and again, it's kind of a good movie. I, I feel that it well, it. Um, it's too simple. I like if it's one of those where if it goes into the Academy Awards, that it'd be like a meh, you know. Well, simple is what the Academy Awards like anymore. I mean, a movie like The Green Book to me screams. I hope people take this the right way. Screams that the movie was made just to win an Oscar. I kind of get that feeling with a lot of movies. I will give you some, just so not a total douchebag. Uh, one would be Sully. That this movie just screams Oscar to me. You know, we're making this movie to win a statue, people. Um, yeah. Well, and number- usually bi- biography picks, biopics usually get something, right? Right. And then my last one is another Tom Hanks one. I mean, it's uh, what, what's that, Captain Phillips? Oh yeah, the uh, uh, the, the pirate. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Because everybody at the Oscars that year, I believe that was our first year of Movie Guys podcast. It could be the year before, but uh, uh, they all said that the main guy, the African guy. They're like, oh, he's a great actor. He's going to go on to do good things. And it's like, I haven't seen him since. Yeah, he's actually done, dropped off and done a lot of independent stuff, too. Yeah, so a movie like The Green Book is definitely going to get the attention. Movies like Creed 2, 
I don't think they will. And not only did the Oscars not give a shit, it looks like the audience doesn't give a shit either. Movie was made for fifteen million and it's only gross fifty eight. Man, 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 man. Oscar movies don't tend to, to make a whole lot, especially during the release. Only after do they get nominated do they actually pick up something. I do feel that both these movies though are uplifting in nature and that's why they usually get considered uh to be put on uh the, the ballot, as you as you would call it. Just because again, you know, that's that's what the Academy likes. They like something that's universally that uh, you can feel good about in the movie, you know, uh, or, or learn something from. It's not often that they do it just out of, uh, out of sheer just fun that they do pick something, you know, that try to be so meaningful. Well, the reason why I'm disappointed is because this is – let me go on Creed 2 because it's a movie that I watch for our, for our little uh, hype here for it. Mm. This is everything that 10-year-old Jordan was, was, was screaming for. I mean, the, just the idea. I mean – you got Creed's son, cool, being uh, trained by Rocky. Adonis. Adonis, Adonis, right? Adonis, but, Adonis, but being trained by Rocky. I just think it's cool. such a badass name, dude. Just, right? Yeah. And then the second movie, not the third, not the fourth, the second movie is we're pretty much going to remake the fourth one and have Adonis versus Victor, which is, you know, Ivan's son. From Rocky Four, right? Come the fuck on! This is son versus son. The father killed the father thirty years ago. This would be the biggest movie of the year, but it's not. Well, it's a sequel. That's the that's a big part of it too, right? But Creed One was critically loved. It it made a lot of money for what it was. I'm just thinking the concept, right, Eric? I, I mean, I'm totally with you. Like this is. Built up, um, actually, like an actual heavyweight fight. Like, a, well, this is light heavyweight, right? Yeah. Uh, but uh, it's built up like an actual fight. Like, it's it's selling the card really well. It's you got son versus son, and you have uh, a different director, though, right? Isn't this? A yeah. Different? But you still have the the same, uh, pretty much the, essentially the same cast. Michael B. Jordan uh, coming back for this role. He's he's great. I, I mean, he's anything that he's touching right now is is. Is gonna be. He's got a lot of a lot, of, but uh, a lot of value right now. But then you have all the all the classics like Slides is back in this one, right? Yeah. I I would hope, obviously, that Dolph Lundgren uh, is gonna show up in here too. Yes. Yeah. So and then you have uh, probably a whole bunch of new blood uh, with uh, um, either Rocky's family or Drago's family, and uh, just people kind of immediately just going in there too. Do they have Bridget Nielsen in here? Brigitte Nielsen? No. 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 Oh, no Mama Drago? No, no Mama Drago. But, I mean, like, it's it's a very interesting story. I, I mean, it's a very simple story. You know, uh, Ivan Drago, for, 30, for the past 33 years, has been ashamed for what happened against Rocky. He has just beat his son to a pulp, you know, uh, physically and mentally to become this killing machine like he was 30 years, 33 years prior. And mm -hmm. eventually, they get their chance to fight. And I mean that's 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 the easiest way I can say it. It's what you wanted. It was I just don't get it. I just don't get why the audience didn't flock to this. This is a great Thanksgiving movie. I'm just surprised, um, shocked. Well, especially because Creed turned out to to really beat expectations. Like at least for me, and we were just talking about before we went, we started recording this, right? Where you see Creed, and I be honest, I I rolled when first. Thought it came out because Balboa was an eye roll for me. Yeah, 
And so I thought this would be the same thing. I, I was compl- I was happily uh, surprised and, and wrong uh, that uh, Ryan Coogler, uh, the director, and Michael B. Jordan, like that team is doing really good. The Creed was awesome. I liked it a lot. And so I would hope that Creed 2 would deliver just as much just because it, it's starting like a new a new book, you know? It's like a, a new a new a new branch of the tree. It's it's actually I I like it a lot, and it seems like it's getting great reviews, like critically. No, critically it is. I mean, Creed would be a la Lord of the Rings to Rocky's Hobbit. Sure, sure. And um, the first Creed was made for thirty-five million, and it grossed one hundred seventy-three million, and it was released on November twenty-fifth of two thousand fifteen. So, actually, just one month before Movie Guys Podcast started. So. You know, I just don't get why this movie is not doing it. I guess everybody wanted to go see Wreck-It Ralph. You know, that that a lot of big competition. It's holidays, too. And, um, you know, sometimes you have a movie that comes out to see with the kids, like a Wreck-It Ralph, or this movie that you wanted to go see with, I don't know, like your, your mom or your grandma. Maybe, maybe probably, that was probably the Green Book. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, or you would go see someone with your with your dad and the brother, you know, Creed too. So it, it was just, uh, kind of a little slice for everybody here. And... Um, I think if it if it had a little bit more time, it uh, or maybe even a different week, it probably would have done better. But I mean, this is holiday weekend, and for it to do as well as it did on a holiday week, uh, I'm happy for it. You know, it opened it opened with 66, right, second place. Not not bad, but I'm just shocked. You wanted it to be a little bit more, right? Yeah, sure, sure, sure. No, I just I was just I, I couldn't believe. Um, that this didn't. I do think it's funny because we're talking about Oscars that uh, you feel like this one uh, is kind of reminiscent of Rocky IV, uh, whereas yeah. the Green Book is very reminiscent of Driving Miss Daisy. Right. Let's 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 talk about the Green Book here. Tell me all about it because it's directed by Peter Farley, which I would not suspect is a director of a serious drama. So I, I did some research. Uh, about this too, because I really didn't know much or anything really about uh, the story itself. But it is a based on the true story of Dr. Don Shirley, uh, who is a, just an amazing pianist uh, who tours with something called the Don Shirley Trio, um, kind of around the the sixties, fifties and sixties, is when he really made his his mark. A uh, very uh, um, kind of peculiar person, uh, highly intelligent, very they've regarded as a genius basically. But this kind of a story takes place uh, in obviously those rough times where it's wasn't easy being African American and uh, he was uh, finds a driver in Vigo Morrison to uh, kind of be the you know the lookout I guess if you want to say that you know to take care of things I guess mm-hmm. uh, or what they called a, or what I think Vigo Morrison said he was a PR that's what it was he's yeah. uh, Public relations, basically. And, um, yeah, to kind of make sure that nothing gets out of control type of thing. And it's, listen, it's it's exactly what you think it is. It's a movie that solves racism in three easy acts and just wrap it up. And I thought it was very just kind of, you know, all right, boys, uh, you know, cut, print, paste, let's go. And that's basically what it, what it was. I did not know that how true, actually, this story was. The screenplay was written by... Um, the son of the the driver, the actual driver. Oh, really? Yeah. So the guy whose name was uh, Tony or Frank Tony Anthony Villalaga, and uh, he goes by Tony Lip. If we're known for his name or to 
kind of uh, talk his way out of things. Smooth talker, fast talker. Sure. You know, New York Bronx guy. Hey, forget about it. Ton of that yeah. type of guy, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, never has gone outside of the Bronx. Exactly the stereotype that you think it is. But yeah, um, upon reading more about this, his son Nick apparently had had done this story, uh, had been holding on to this story since the '80s, and um, he had con- told his dad and it were. Uh, he, I'm sorry, he his dad and Don Shirley were still very good friends up until their deaths in like uh, 2000, like. 13, I think it was, like, not too long ago, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and they remained friends for this entire time, and so his son, uh, Nick, was able to interview and talk with them and get a lot of these details and ultimately uh, give them the final product of what you see right here and say, is this good? And they both gave them the thumbs up. They said, yeah, this is this is top-notch. This is true. The thing about Don Shirley, though, is that if he said that, he said, uh, listen, I'm cool with this. I'm cool with you publishing this. The problem, everything is the truth, but you have to wait until I die. That was his one request. Really? So, and he, Nick, had been holding on to the story since the 80s. And so, uh, obviously, when he died in 2013, which, by the way, they both died, I think, like five months within each other. Oh, wow. So these guys were, like, just friends to the end, man. Apparently, they, they remained pretty close, but... You find like Don uh, Shirley, it was a very closeted dude, man. He's he's just very very smart. Very you could tell uh, the character Marshall Ali does a fantastic job. Like, uh, well, you already know Viggo Morrison yeah. and Marshall Ali both in these. They're both gonna try to. I mean, they're great actors, you know, and they, it really does a good job for for what they're trying to do. You know, it really embodies the the roles and yeah it was a good watch but again it's one of those where it's just kind of a safe feel good movie you know it's you know what it is you you're gonna learn a lesson at the end of it you you know smile and force tear maybe have a good time and that's why this is kind of such an easy pick for the academy awards right yeah i mean it, it sounds like it has to be it sounds like exactly what i expected it to be um this movie reminds me of a movie that came out that my wife loves recently called uh the help Came out a few years ago. Sure, Academy Award winner right there. Yeah, it, 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 it's exactly what I thought it was going to be. Now I didn't predict that somebody would eat somebody's actual shit, but you know. <laughs> uh, uh, I will say thing. for for fact checking in this movie though, the only thing that uh, um, because they went back to their interviewing and, and uh, the screenplay writer and both father and son, uh, just from their readings, that a lot of the inaccuracies in the movie, the only the big one that would be noticeable is that um, this movie takes place over the course of like two and a half months. It actually takes over the course of, I think, like three years is what they said. Yeah, see, they have to do that, though. But, but different tours. Not not just, you know, it, it wasn't a three-year tour. It was three years uh, of different tours um, is is more like it. Hmm. So yeah. just, just to clarify, yeah, because, you know... This is one of those uh, journey movies where, you know, the the man who needs to learn a lesson goes on a embarks on a on a journey and comes back a changed man. You know. Yeah, I mean, he he put the ring back in Mordor and he's good. Hmm. I mean, I like you, uh, yeah, you learn a lot after you're, you're going through Middle Earth. I'm very sorry to you and to everybody in the movie guys verse. I just got done binge watching the Lord of the Rings trilogy over the past week because I've been sick. So uh, I just I just finished Return of the King last night. See, another Academy Award winner for no reason. 
so I just I just watched these recently. So my Lord of the Rings. Say that man, Viggo Morrison's the man in that one. It, and I tell you right there, that's a movie that a lot of men admittedly cry at. Yeah, I'm more a fan of Fellowship now that I used to watch it recently. But anyway, I digress. I'm just saying, sorry for my Lord of the Rings puns. I'm not a Lord of the Rings fan. But, that's, uh, that's just, I just, to, just to clarify for the listeners, the, the part of anyway, is Return of the King when Viggo Morrison says, you bow to no man. You know, it's like, oh, those goddamn yeah. hobbits is. Is it, is it a problem that I like the Desolation of Long the most out of all of them? Yeah, yeah, that is a problem. But then again, you're also the psychopath that likes to sit in the front corner of a movie theater. I'm sorry. That's, I, it's I like wrong. to put my feet up. But anyway. you know, you know what? I, I actually, you'll be happy to, when I went to go see this movie, Green Book. It was actually it was a sold out theater. It was in the, one of the smaller theaters. I think that they underestimated it. Um, maybe that's racist of them. Who knows? But I had to sit in the front uh, in what they have, uh, what they call cuddle couches now. Oh, that sounds nice. A it's, cuddle couch. Yeah, right. in, in in theory, it it sounds. Nice, but like, you know, no, no, it's not nice. No, I, I'm not, I'm not a fan of the cuddle couches. It's no, especially no. If if it's like with your boy or something like that too. No, I was with the, I was with the girl, and it's just still. Oh, they have like foot recliners. Oh, it just wasn't. It's cool, but give it the bigger chair. You see, now, my theater for uh, Creed 2 was empty like it is every time I go see a movie for our review because it's in a small town called Wauseon. It's called Sky Cinema. It's next to a Walmart, the only Walmart in the area. Uh, but everybody goes to the city to see movies, and I don't know why, because Tuesday night, it's $5 to get in even, and you get a free popcorn. Small. So I just I do that every Tuesday. And uh, nobody ever goes there. Everybody always goes to, and they don't play any. They, they don't play any commercials. They play two previews, and here's your movie. Oh, hot damn! Now that's what I'm talking about. I'd pay extra for that. Yeah, it is. Uh, it is. It is. It is a mom and pop movie theater. Uh, they have actually screened my movies there back in the day. Uh, great theater, Sky Cinema, S K Y E Cinema, and um, it's it's just an amazing theater. It's just a small little theater. And uh, anytime my wife and I go for our reviews, especially for Creed 2, I went there by myself after work, only one other person in there. That's why I like that theater. I like the privacy. I like the quiet. Yeah, that would be, uh, that would be I mean, something to have. If you got a little gem theater, then yeah, why, why not? Well, do yeah. uh, you want to get into the reviews? Yeah, overall here, uh, I'll just go real quick here. Let's get into it. Or popcorn rating. Uh, Creed 2 uh, deserves, um, you know what, I'm going to give this one. A medium bag. I was gonna say, be honest here, man, because I I yeah. really want to go see this one. No, it's 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 it is it is definitely medium bag. It is the movie that I wanted, but it's not overall the story that I wanted. Um, it ended in a weird way that I'm not gonna spoil here because you haven't seen it yet, Eric, and I know you really do want to. Um, it, it's just it's just it doesn't it doesn't it did not leave me leaving the theater going, oh, that's awesome. I can't wait for Creed three. It was like, oh, okay. You know, it, it just wasn't anything exciting. Michael B. Jordan was great in it. Sylvester Stallone was great in it. There were great actors in it. Um, Dolph Lundgren was not a great actor. Of course, he never was. But it was like, hey, Ivan, that's awesome. That's awesome, you know? that's right? Yeah. yeah, just like you did when you saw the Expendable movies. Oh, Schwarzenegger. Cool. 
Well, there he is. Yeah. yeah, I mean, other than that, he didn't do. He didn't. He didn't add anything to me. He didn't wow me. Dolph Lundgren didn't. But you know, overall medium back. Um, Eric, how about you? What do we give the Green Book? It's like I I enjoyed all all parts of this movie, but I feel like giving it a large bag is just I feel like it's giving it too much. I but I I mean I don't know it's somewhere around yeah, it's just medium with with a lots of butter then maybe I'll just say that it, it was just a good movie front to start but it was again it was it was a safe movie you know it you know what's gonna happen and it's just the chemistry between the two actors you know wholesome acting and it, that's what we got a um, little bit of white guilt in there um, powerful uh, you know heartwarming moments everything was was great a little tear at the end. It's exactly what you think it is. Um, so for that part, I, I think it's just... I'm only giving it medium uh, with some butter because I feel like it's too safe of a movie. But again, like this is based on a very true story, and it it seemed to have the approval of everyone involved with it who whose life it's based off of. So I feel like it should be more, but I I, I really enjoyed it. Um, I, I guess I'm on, the, I'm on the fence return there. You know, I want to give it a large bag just because... The, you know what? The music, I think, is what set me off. Because, oh. because this uh, Don Shirley is, does a little bit more, uh, you know, classically trained piano, you know, jazzy uh, uh, kind of, you know, three uh, three finger set type of thing, and it's just really, I, I, it's it's good, you know, and they do a very good job of the music too. So that one was is really catchy. I'll stay with the large just because of the music. How about that? Large or medium? I'm gonna go large just because good acting, good music, um, and got me got me a smile at the end and. And because it's a true story, that's why I, I kind of have to stick with those. If it was, if this was kind of like another cheesy, I might have go with easy or medium bag. But no, because of its of alkal, if it's alkalates, I'll go with a uh, large bag. All right, fair enough. Well, fans, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Movie Guys Podcast. The year is almost over. With the next time you hear us, will be December. Only one more month away. We're going to be changing it up here a little bit. We're going back to a retrospective series, fans. We're going to be starting with The Thing retrospective. We're going to be doing episode one with The Thing from John Carpenter's 1982 The Thing. And then we're going to do the prequel, the 2011 prequel to The Thing, which Eric and I have never seen. I'm a big fan of The Thing. Uh, Everybody knows here my love of Alien. Number two would be The Thing. So I'm really excited to see this prequel that I've never seen before. And I'm excited to talk to these guys about it. And after The Thing retrospective series, we'll be coming for our Movie Guys podcast third year special make sure to go to movieguyspodcast.com or movieguyspodcast.podbean.com to cast your vote for the films that we have reviewed on what you feel is the best the worst film of the year also download this episode and many others on movieguyspodcast.com movieguyspodbean.com you can also download us on other networks such as itunes spotify iHeartRadio. just search for movie guys podcast and find us on social media Twitter at Movie Guys Podcast, Facebook Movie Guys Podcast, and on Instagram, Movie Guy Pod. Oh, that's a mouthful. So, <laughs> I got it down. You got it down, man. Yeah. After three years, got it. So, uh, and to celebrate, the last little plug here for all of you listeners out there in the Movie Guys verse, check out our first episode ever that re released for Movie Guys Podcast. Just scroll all the way down to your app or on the website that you are currently listening to us on. And the movie is called, Eric, do you remember? What movie are you talking about? Howl. H-O-W-L. Our first one? 
But that was our first one ever released. Yep. Oh, my goodness. I do remember Howl. They made so, a sequel of that, right? I don't know, but now I'm excited if you if that's true. Um, it's the werewolves attacking a train movie. And uh, the reason why I'm telling everybody to check out that episode, because just to see how far we've come. And also to celebrate our third year doing Movie Guys Podcast. So check out our first episode ever again at MovieGuysPodcast.com. All right, uh, Eric, thank you so much for talking with me, buddy. And I will talk to you, everybody, next week on another episode of Movie Guys Podcast. Have a good night. Movie Guys Verse, thank you so much for downloading this most recent episode of Movie Guys Podcast. You can find other episodes as well at MovieGuysPodcast.com, MovieGuysPodcast.Podbean.com. On iTunes, search Movie Guys Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at Movie Guys Pod. On Facebook, Movie Guys Podcast. And also, check out other shows within our Be Real Network. Such as For Your Distraction, Podcast, Underground Hot Pot, and Hey, I Like That Game. Thank you so much for downloading this episode. And tune every week to check out a new episode. Have a good night.